Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. This is the channel that we talk about building wealth. Why does my camera look frozen? Oh, there we go. The camera was frozen. Let me try that again. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. This is the channel that we talk about building wealth. I wanted to do this quick video, this quick live stream to really explain what I am doing in my market, why I think the housing market has changed drastically. And this is only the third time in my 22 year history that I am doing what we're about to share. If you haven't got my book yet, One Rental at a Time, in this book, I tell you about the first two events and we are going through the third one together right now. If you haven't read the book, let me tell you about the first two very quickly. So we start buying rental homes, single family homes, uh, starting in late 2001, early 2002, I believe. And that's what we're doing until 2006. Our first pivot point or change or uh, environment that forced us to do something was we couldn't buy our ninth rental home. It didn't make sense. I wasn't going to do an adjustable rate mortgage. I didn't want to do a teaser loan. It, we, we, were, we were just stuck. Long story short, we decided to 1031 exchange out of our homes into apartment buildings. It happens to turn out to be fortuitous timing because we are about to see a 75% crash in housing. We're sitting in apartments, so we, we do just fine as we kind of escape the nuttiness that was the crash. So that was the first time I changed, dramatically changed what we were doing, right? We were shopping for houses. I was in our buy box every day, and then nothing made sense. Then lo and, lo and behold, the crash, right? In our market, the crash kind of showed, showed up first time in 2008. It went on till 2011. Crashes in real estate are long in duration. They are not moments in time. You don't see 75% uh, equity vanish in a day, a week, a month, or even a year. It took three years. I didn't know where the crash was going to end. So we were buying the whole way down. You know, I remember buying a house at 180 and then 120 and then 90 and then 70. Our second pivot, again, we wrote about this one in the book. We started to see, um, well, at the time we didn't know who they were. They turned out to be hedge funds. We started to see what we called well-to-do investors buy the entire daily list of foreclosures. I didn't even know that was possible, right? At this time, there was, I don't know, I think 40 or 50 homes coming on the market every Monday. It was a process. And we were picking one, one, two up as fast as we could. And then one Monday, there was nothing. And then the next Monday, there was nothing. Lo and behold, again, hedge funds were buying the entire list. And um, we had to fundamentally change. So that was the second time we pivot. We had to do something different. From there, prices obviously went up because, again, they couldn't go any lower. And hedge funds were paying list price. So what just happened here recently? If you've been watching my channel, first of all, thank you very much. We have thousands of new viewers every day. And this video is really for them. The people that have been watching for my channel for a long time, hopefully you understand what we are going through in this third pivot. This one is for the new folks. I believe nationally speaking, in 2022, we will see transactions crash, but not median price. I've done several videos on this. You can look them up in my playlist called Whiteboard. 
I think it's more of a mathematical anomaly, but nonetheless, everybody reports median home price every month. I think the median home price is going to surprise to the upside because we've lost the low end. Second, uh, I believe there are bubble markets. Boise is one I have been pointing out for months is like, ooh, that one doesn't feel good. That one doesn't feel like the, uh, it just feels right for um, a correction. Correction being 5 to 10%, crash being 20%. So what I wanted people to understand is, yes, I do not think we are going to have a housing crash or even a correction nationally speaking this year. But that said, I have changed what I'm doing in my business. For the last two years, I was accepting an 8% yield as a good or great deal. I have now thrown that out the window. I believe we are entering a market where I can easy, easier find motivated sellers. Motivated sellers are hard to find the last two years, and I would argue impossible. Unless you were direct marketing, as Jason Pritchard, who shared with us yesterday, he has done for years. If you were marketing direct to sellers, maybe a la Max Maxwell uh, of YouTube fame, you could get, you could find motivated sellers. Wholesalers, same thing. But me, just a buy and hold guy relying on the MLS, hard, right? Really hard. I think what's going to happen uh, for the next two years is, again, transactions are going to fall. And motivated sellers are going to start to turn to real estate agents. And I'm doing a couple of things. First, I've raised my expected yield. I will not do a deal less than 9 or 10% this time. I'm going to be pickier. I'm going to want better deals. And second, this is important. I'm no longer looking at first day listings. This is a fundamental change in my business. For the last two years, I had, like many of you probably, I had alerts going to my phone. The only way I, I could get deals was to be first, right? The whole idea was write it up at list, lock it up, and then go do inspections. You didn't have time to see anything. Well, now I have canceled uh, all of those searches. I am no longer looking at first day listings. If the house is perfect and pretty, it goes FHA or VA, great, good for them. I don't want those houses. I want the houses that have a little yuck on them. They're old, they're dated. They're a slightly busy street. I want to start buying properties that FHA and VA buyers don't want. I want the properties that need some love and attention that won't pass inspections. I want to buy from sellers who maybe remember the last crisis. <coughs> so again, what I'm trying to do here for the new viewers is I do think median prices for the country surprise to the upside, but I'm still challenging myself and I challenge you to go get a great deal. I do not, I get comments every day. Michael, I'm confused. You tell me prices are not going to go down, but then you tell me to go get a great deal. How can that be? There will be no national housing crash because the median price will skew to the upside in 2022. None of you, none of you are buying nationally. You need to know your area, your market, your buy box. And then I would challenge you to only write great offers. I don't know what is so hard to understand. Nationally speaking, we're, median price will skew up because of oddity of losing the low end. That said, I want to buy great deals. I will only write great offers. I want to I buy a house 20% off. 
I want to buy a house with terms. This third pivot, right? Remember, I rolled the one up, I rolled the one down, and I rolled the one back up. This one again, we're going to plateau. I think I think housing is going to stay flat, roughly speaking, nationally for five years. We broke housing. The Fed broke housing. But what I want to do is I want to find that motivated seller. And I, guys, I gave you the recipe. I brought on my team. We're going to mail to owners that have had the properties for 15 years greater than 50% equity, and they might be afraid of another crash. I want to go market to them. I want to talk about the 50-40-10. I want to go talk about seller financing. I want to talk about a cash price and a term price. Everything that we talk about on this channel, I am doing right now. I want to challenge you. Get out of your own way. Stop overthinking it. Yes, median price will skew to the upside. It's a mathematical oddity. Who cares about the national numbers? You need to figure out your market. Your market has more inventory. My buy box doubled in six weeks. Now, it's still 60 or 70% below where it needs to be, but the trend is clear. Inventory is building. Buyers, affordability is crashing. Owner-occupant buyers are still out there. Great. We'll still do 4 million transactions this year. We won't do six. I want to find motivated sellers. I am only going to be writing offers on properties that are 15 that are, have 15 days on market or longer, and I will never write at list price. This is about getting a deal. The last two years was about being fast. This is about doing a deal. I want to do two or three deals this year, and they will be great deals. Also, the market is just changing. Your market may not have moved yet. It's coming. The real estate market moves in cycles. And a lot of these other YouTube channels that talk about crash, crisis, all of that, they don't appreciate that real estate moves slower. There's price elasticity. There's a time to uh, foreclose. So there's a time to have price drops. There's, it's just slower than everybody expects. This real estate slowdown has started. It will continue throughout the year. I believe this continues into next year. This slowdown has at least 18 months on it because every market goes different. I've been doing some research about the last foreclosure crisis. And would it shock you to know that there are some states that bottomed in 2000 or peaked, I should say, peaked, right? Peak foreclosure pain in 2009, while others didn't peak to 2013. Real estate markets are always local. I talk national numbers because that's what the media does. And I think the media is wrong. Your job is to get a great deal in your market, what I call a buy box. Do the work. Hold yourself to higher expectations. I want you to build wealth. I heard the All In podcast yesterday, and it is very clear. If you want to be wealthy in America, you need to own assets. Not only do you need to own assets, you need to own assets for a long time. That's what this channel is about. We are going to talk about building long-lived wealth. One asset at a time, whether that assets, real estate, stocks, whatever it is for you, you do you. But gosh darn it, let's own some assets. Let's hold assets for a long time. It's pretty. It's a pretty simple strategy, folks. Again, I hold myself to high expectations. I want to hold you to the same expectations. Let's go out and get some great deals. The national market is not going to crash. I am sorry. But your buy box? Maybe.
So go get a great deal. I wanted to record this because we're getting lots of new viewers. All the new viewers out there, thank you, thank you, thank you. We're about building wealth. Hold, you know, time in the market versus in the market. We're going to do some great things. I need to wrap this up because I need to go do the daily financial news in two minutes. Bye.